Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I got a phone call yesterday. Went right to voicemail. And I get this phone call once a year, every year. And uh, it's always more nerve-wracking than getting the results back from your doctor. You know, when they call, you've been in for blood work or something. And then they call and say, give us a call. We'll get the office. We'd like to book you in for an appointment. That's always nerve-wracking. This call that I got every year is the most nerve-wracking. It is the call from the accountant to say, <laughs> your taxes are ready. Give us a call. I didn't get a chance to call him back yesterday. Oh. Call this morning and find out how 2020 worked out. Uh-huh. Whether or not you, well, you probably wouldn't owe. I'll be fine. It's really Maria's situation because, of course, she was right. off of work and she got the two Serb checks. And then there was some confusion and they held one back or they took some back. And we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> How did they sound on the call? Did they sound concerned? No. Well, no. I got a more pre- bubbly. I got a previous call about Daniel because, of course, he's out of the country, so we just had to clear up that. Uh, and then at some point, she said, "Did either of you work from home during lockdown?" So she was obviously looking for something to write off. Right. Yes. I said, "Well, no, my wife was home, but she collected serves. She was out of work. She lost her job because of." Uh, covid mm-hmm. she goes okay we'll get back to you they, they're very they're very poker face gotcha so i'll make that call today mm-hmm. it's already even if i'm getting anything back it's already spent between uh, the fridge repairs that are happening on <laughs> thursday <laughs> and assorted other goodies so whatever i'm getting back is just going into the fridge right probably are you done yours? Did you finish yours uh, up? Yes, I uh, just had to wait for one form before I could file. But mm. uh, but yeah, we're we're done. You're good to go. All right. Uh, and, and, and really basic stuff, right? Yeah, right. I and mean, Adrian working from home and that, that little different calculation because of that. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, moving forward, I use this accountant when the kids were in university because it was right off there, and I'm certainly glad that I had him uh, during my move. From mm-hmm. Windsor to here, because there was a ton of write-offs there that uh, made it a little more complicated. But now it's like next year it'll be just Maria and I. The boys will be handling their own right, stuff. Right? Yeah. And, mm, fairly so, basic returns too, because except for the rental. Yeah, yeah, you got a rental property to deal with. That's, that, that's that's a bit different. That's a little bit much or more. But yeah, outside of that, pretty basic. I mean, I'll still always go to an accountant mm-hmm. uh, just because I can't be bothered. But uh, it might be more of one of your uh, strip. Strip Plaza accountants. Oh, the pop-ups. Yeah, one of those maybe. We'll see. Although I do like the guy we uh, go to. You know, in life, and I say this to my boys all the time, get yourself a good doctor, a good mechanic, a good accountant, a good lawyer, Mm. a decent dentist, and you'll be fine. (laughs) Um, And I have a good accountant. I like the guy, you know. And and you get to a point where there's no questions asked anymore. Well, I was going to say, because that that would be a big part of it too, because now to find a new accountant... Yeah, I got to go through it. Right. You got to go through. Everyone's got a guy, right? Everyone's right. going to point you to their guy as the best guy. Right. Uh, but you know, part of it, too, is the embarrassment of having someone else know what you make. <laughs> yeah, there's no bragging. Is there is something missing on is this that form? Did the, did the printout not go all the way across? There should be more zeros there, shouldn't there? It's missing a column, isn't it? <laughs> is this is this ha- is this quarterly? This is co- you must be quarterly. No, no, no. That's it's twelve months. That's one hundred and eighteen five, right? Not just eighteen. How did you afford the gas to get over here? <laughs> 
In this time of being woke and apologetic for things you might have done in the past, uh, comedians are finding themselves having to uh, step up and apologize for offensive material at some point in their career. Some of them are even uh, just doing it without being called out on it. Amy Schumer saying of an old joke she used uh, about dating Hispanic guys. Uh, she said, uh, I've evolved as an artist. I'm taking responsibility and I hope I haven't hurt anyone. I apologize if I did. Um, Patton Oswald says he used to do a bit about gay people with mental disabilities and he used the R word to describe them. He later said, uh, when I look back on that bit, it's just lazy. Interesting that Eddie Murphy even apologizing. You know, you go back now and you, as, as, as classic as his stand-ups were in Raw and Delirious, eh, some of it just doesn't cut it uh, now. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And uh, his gay jokes in the 80s. Uh, with Ralph and Ed from the Honeymooners getting it on. Yeah. <laughs> and he often used uh, homophobic slurs. Yeah. Uh, he says that uh, they were ignorant and he regrets any pain he caused. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting, again, of Eddie. Like, I, I think that uh, he seems like the type of guy that would be like, no, F you if you don't like it. Yeah. I'm Eddie Murphy. Right. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. He says the word midget appears in a couple of his songs from the 80s, but he doesn't say it anymore. During a recent tour, he performed one of the songs, and when he got to that part, he stopped. And talk to the audience about how language has evolved and how it, he wouldn't use the word anymore. That's great. I'm going to pay a concert ticket to be preached at. Mm. You know, it's like going to see you two. Okay, shut up, Bono. I get it. <laughs> I saw them. I mean, they were great, of course. All the hits. They're one of the biggest bands that, you know ever in the, in the world. But at some point, I kept going for bathroom breaks because he wouldn't shut the hell up about really? telling me how to live my life. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He he gets he get, likes to get up on his soapbox. Uh, Tracy Morgan did a show in 2011. He said that if he had a gay son, he would stab him to death. He quickly apologized and said, I'm not a hateful person. and I don't condone any kind of violence against others. This clearly went too far and was not funny in any context. Now, it's, it's good. Sure, do whatever makes you feel right. But I do applaud guys like Bill Burr who will not back down. Mm. They're, they're just like, no, it's a joke. If you don't like it, leave the club. I'm not. I'm not apologizing for anything I say. Yeah. Well, I mean, is he not apologizing for stuff he said in the past, or he's is he continuing to use the material and is still unapologetic for it? He might be softer now. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Softer. Like, like yeah. I, I think I, I don't. I don't think Eddie Murphy has to necessarily go back and apologize uh, for what he's done. He can recognize yeah. that okay, times have changed. And I would never do that joke anymore. At that time, right. it was, you know, it wasn't meant to hurt and it was meant to be you know, be funny. And if I did offend, I guess I guess there could be a slight apology in there. We're so apologetic as a people in, yeah. in Canada at first and then as we get more woke. But, I mean, if Bill Burr says, no, I'm going to use every offensive word still. And if, if you're offended by it, that's on you. Then that's, a, a, I think I'd, I'd throw a yellow card on that. It's kind of like a guy like Andrew Dice Clay, you know, not that he does much of anything anymore anyhow, but if he was still out performing, it, it would be very tough for him because he built a career on that type of thing. To now just go out and be a, uh, you know, a family-friendly uh, Andrew Dice Clay doesn't right, really yeah. make any sense, right? And it'd be funny if a guy like Eddie Murphy, who did plan on going back on tour, had kind of lived in a bubble and didn't realize all of this woke stuff was going on. And then he gets out there with the gay stuff right away. It would be crickets. <laughs> it's all right. The audience now would be going, what the hell is Hickory yeah. Dickory Dock anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone say that anymore? 
Did you wake up uh, Saturday morning, say around 7 a.m., to just the screams of someone cursing at the top of their lungs? And I don't mean Karen. No. It was me. <laughs> Normally I wake up to that. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Saturday? Yes. I went downstairs to the kitchen to get a glass of water. And instead, I stepped in a big puddle of it. Here's a little tip, people. Don't put hardwood flooring in your kitchen because oh, it'll no. warp on you. <laughs> yes. Wooden water don't react no, very well. No, I'm hoping in time, if I just keep standing on it, it'll settle down. But I don't think so. Anyhow, my freezer, I don't know what the hell happened. I noticed on Thursday or so that uh, I went in to get something out of the freezer, and I noticed things were a little soft. Ice said, cream? Ice yeah, cream sandwich? Yeah, bread, like frozen bread and stuff, you know. <laughs> It'll get a little soft. And so I uh, I said, well, I'll just crank it up a bit. So I cranked it up, and that didn't seem to help. And I guess what went wrong, I don't know yet. I got to get our friends at Patty's to come out and take a look. But I uh, I, I think something went off with the, uh, the ice maker because... Once I, we cleaned it all out and mopped up all the water, um, it, it kicked back on. And it's working like brand new again. Well, maybe it just needed to have a little frost build up on there. Maybe. And you would think there couldn't be that ice, much ice in my uh, ice bucket because I'm using it all the time. <laughs> That's true. Never gets time to regenerate. <laughs> oh. I was some upset between our uh, between our beach in the basement, right, and now the waterfall in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm really gonna I'm gonna add all of that to the listing of the house. So there are some millennials who are turning forty, and uh, so they're basically middle age. And it's funny to think of millennials as turning forty, but mm-hmm. they are. So there was a discussion on Reddit. Uh, where millennials were sharing the most middle-aged thing they had recently caught themselves saying. <laughs> so some of the answers were uh, saying, uh, calling a 21-year-old guy a kid. Right. Somebody said, I found myself saying, they just don't make them like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody claimed, a millennial turning 40, that they had a riveting conversation with some friends about the best office chairs for lumbar support. <laughs> yes. Have you had that conversation? I've had that conversation. I'm still in search of that chair. <laughs> Problem is I don't want to spend uh, what chairs. those chairs are. Like office chairs are really expensive. They're, they're silly expensive. But yeah. I guess it like buying a bed, right? Like when you go to buy a mattress, yeah. we all balk when we see the price of it. But when you realize how much time you spend in it, yeah. you're probably better off getting a better one. This standing thing for me, I you know, I don't work out. I don't do anything. But I have been standing since we got this new studio. And I got to tell you, I do notice not a ton of difference, mm. but I do, do notice like uh, early on, I'd stand for the four hours. I could barely walk up and down those stairs, you know, outside of the building. But now I'm like a 12 year old <laughs> just running around, <laughs> bounding up that one oh, yeah. flight. That's right. It's not easy. Um, somebody said millennial. Talking like a middle-aged person now. I haven't had a drink in six months, maybe. I'm not <laughs> sober or anything. It's just the alcohol makes me sleepy. Oh, okay. At Home Depot, somebody said, oh, yeah, that's good lumber. <laughs> These are the things you get excited about. <laughs> a couple said they knew they were uh, heading into middle age. When one said to the other, you want to order dinner? And the other said, we can't. We have chicken in the fridge we have to cook before <laughs> it goes bad. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to order a pizza. No, we've got chicken. We got fish in the fridge. Oh, right. great. Um, I can't have caffeine or I'll never go to sleep. And I said that at one in the afternoon. <laughs> 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 and this might be my favorite. 
a millennial in their middle age saying middle age things. I was venting to a coworker about the noisy people living next to me. I actually said these words. Damn teenagers and their <laughs> Bluetooth machines. <laughs> There's a city in Alaska called Diomede that's just 2.4 miles away from Russia. Ooh. I guess that's where Sarah Palin must live because she says she could see Russia from her, oh, right. her yes, porch from or her window. backyard or something. Yeah. I don't think there's like a whole... Like army detachment lined up at that border, though. You're, it's not like North and South Korea. No, you're seeing land. Yeah, like do you think you, people go back? Like, is it a touristy thing? Do people <laughs> go back and forth? You just hop over. Yeah, Look, I'm in Russia. Look. Yeah, some vodka and come back. Uh, the reason the World Wildlife Federation went with a panda bear for their logo is because it's black and white, which saves money on printing costs. Oh, that's a good call. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. I think the zebras might be upset. They didn't have a good agent. They didn't have a good agent at the time. They were just getting into the business. Hey, whatever happened with? Uh, so I guess they won a legal battle with the wrestling federation, right? Do they have a legal battle? To, well, there must have been some kind of name change. Maybe. I mean, WWF was pretty successful as a wrestling organization yeah. until they changed. Yeah, I guess. There, yeah, if now that you mention it, I think there was something that went on. But they're both still doing WWF, right? They no, do. no, the other one's changed to WWE. Oh, that shows how much I watch right. wrestling. How long? <laughs> when did that last change happen? I have no idea. Decades ago, I probably. haven't paid that close attention. Although I did watch a biography on Roddy Roddy Piper the other day. Rowdy Roddy Piper was he Nature Boy? Well, that was Ric no. Flair. Yes. Yeah. No, he was Rowdy Roddy Piper. Right. Right. Oh. But we, 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 80s, maybe? Was that he an 80s yeah, guy? Yeah, he would have been 80s and battles with Hogan and those guys. Yeah. I remember being in, like, grade 9 or 10, and I think some, some buddies were big into wrestling, and I got into it for a for a day or well, something. Oh, yeah, I think I was about the same age. And I, then I found girls. I said, <laughs> far more intrigued with wrestling with one of them. Uh, people are more likely to donate to hurricane relief efforts if their name starts with the same letter as the hurricane. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Katrina comes along and... No, yeah. no, no. So I'm not giving a dime till it's Hurricane Chris. <laughs> That's Chris with a C, of course. Uh, yes. Um, well, I get, the problem is you'll never donate because normally the first couple of hurricanes aren't the biggest ones, right? And they're usually women too, right? Uh, and then usually named after not women. Always, no. no, but uh, it's, uh, some, but not always. I was in one. It was an Allen. You were in Allen. Yeah, that's a funny joke there. Hurricane. <laughs> How long were you in Allen for? <laughs> one night. Did you drink? <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it quick <laughs> and scary? <laughs> well, when it's your first time, right, yes. you don't know what to expect. The average person sleeps for six hours and 31 minutes on weekdays and seven hours and 22 minutes on weekends. That's the average? That's the average. Okay. I do uh, I do about 18 a day weekdays. <laughs> 19 and a half. Not all at one time. No, but When no. you add yours up, what do you think you get? I'm probably... Like nine? No, I'm... Well, what are you this. overnight? Okay, I get to bed by usually like nine, 9.30. I'm asleep. I'm up wow. at four. Okay. So what's that? Do that math. Is that six and a half hours? Uh, yeah, nine thirty. Let's say a ten to four would be six. So six yeah, and a half hours. Six and a half hours, and then I'm usually down for a ninety minute nap. I'll be okay. in bed for a couple hours midday, but I'll be down for about ninety minutes. So there's your eight, 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 yeah. eight and change. Eight and change. Well, my mommy always said you need eight hours. Right. <laughs> Just telling, following what Beryl said.
There are at least 22 children in the U.S. whose parents named them ESPN. Wow. Really? Yeah. What do you go with, Espen then? Espen for a boy, SB for a girl, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> the ESPYs, aren't they the, uh, isn't that the Right, awards? that's the rewards. Espen. Some guy will be like, I'm Espen. <laughs> Just that's to right. that's... change that around. How Maybe they need that? to go to that list where, like, you get a thousand names and choose one. Right. You know, was it like uh, some Norway or some countries are doing that to say this is it? You yeah. Know. Yeah. It's Jack. Yeah. Norway's Phil. got like your Bjorn, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and Ole every now and then. Unbelievable. People are out of their minds. Um, the uh, only major building in Tokyo that Godzilla never destroyed in a movie is the Imperial Palace. Oh, I was going to say Nakatomi Plaza. No, it wasn't in Tokyo. Right. No. It was in L.A. True. And he would never go near it because <laughs> John McClane is there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Take him down. Yippee-ki-yay, Godzilla. <laughs> That'd be a good fight. Instead of Kong versus Godzilla, it'd be John McClane versus Godzilla. Don't give them any ideas because hey. they would drag a 70-year-old Bruce Willis out <laughs> to do it. And it should win. An Oscar. Right. Um, the producers of The Simpsons wanted to do a live action spin off in 1994, but one of the reasons it fell through was that the network said it was too expensive to pay for a joke in the pilot, which featured a bunch of trained beavers. <laughs> I know the 12 year old in you. Really wants to see what that pilot was about. Yeah, I saw a movie. It's named <laughs> Train Beavers. Train Beavers. Um, nothing was less than ten. Nothing with less than ten percent alcohol was considered an alcoholic beverage in Russia until 2011. It was classified as regular food. Not like every beer. Yeah, yeah. Is there a, basically some that are? Over well, 10. yeah, really, really Strong. heavy craft ones. Yeah, that's so great. Like your Smirnoff Ice would just be breakfast. water. That's uh, be breakfast. Wow, and that would, I guess, mean anyone could drink it. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Europe, they're much more flexible, too, with the uh, the drinking laws, right? Oh, yeah, it's an age, for yeah. sure. Yeah. There are only five countries in the world that span across two continents. The biggest one is Istanbul, Turkey. It's about 65% in Europe and 35% in Asia. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a tough one when you're mapping things, a Europe-Asia divide. Like, mm -hmm. where does it start and end? I don't think most people could tell you. No, unless there's water, right? Right. Well, I mean, yes. It, it, it helps when they're divided by an ocean. <laughs> um, there's an urban legend that you swallow eight spiders a year while you sleep. There is? Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard this, I think, in the past. I think when I've heard it, I've tried to be very aware of sleeping with my mouth closed, but then that doesn't last all night. Um, it's not true, though. Almost every single person will swallow nine spiders. <laughs> No, no, I lie, I lie. We swallow zero in our lifetime. Zero. Really? Yeah. It was made up by a writer making fun of stupid urban legends and gullible people. And I bought into it. An average, though, of seven people die from spider bites every year. And three times that many are killed by cows. <laughs> Tipping. That's, yeah, I think so. Drunken, stupid, college, frat boy stupidity. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.